and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, my cohorts tonight, of course, uh, just the one, Gypsy Mae Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster. Rest in peace, Chuckles. I uh, sure do miss doing podcasts with Chuckles running around, but, you know, it gets easier. Uh, maybe someday, uh, but it's, I got Gypsy running around. She's been a, a happy kitty tonight, so you might hear her running back and forth a little bit. <clears throat> anyway, I guess my main question I'm going to start out with tonight is, what the fuck have we become as a country? Uh, just upsetting and at all the crap that I think, you know, maybe it's just me being a conservative. That could be, I mean, maybe everything will work out in the end, but I'm struggling to find that utopia that people think we're, we're living in the naive do. And, you know, I, I struggle with a lot of things, but I guess we have to address the the biggest news of the week, which would be former president number 45, DJT, Donald J. Trump, had the FBI raid his Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida, in Palm Beach. And, you know, already today, I've heard the last couple days, actually, I've already heard all the libtards tell, you know, spouting off about why are they calling it a raid? It's not a raid. Here we go with them defining terms again. They told us that what we believe to be a recession is not a recession. That's not the definition of recession. Uh, they're the same group of people that tell me there's 8,000 genders when there's two. And now they're saying the word raid is not appropriate here. It was a search. The definition, the third line in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, describes a raid as an you know an unexpected or an unexpected uh, invasion by government or police or whatever, by you know a law enforcing uh, agency. I guess you would say. I forget the specific, but I mean, it's in there. Look it up. That could be part of my look it up section. Look up what the word raid means. And, you know, of course, Trump was not there. He was in New Jersey or wait, awaiting his deposition in New York, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, but Eric was, uh, Eric Trump was told about it at coming and his lawyer, Trump's lawyer, personal lawyer was told about it. I know they, a lot of things happened. They asked for the security cameras to be turned off. They were not, and that's the right to not turn them off. So they have that footage, and hopefully something on there will come jumping out at somebody. And, but there's rumors all over the place of what these specific documents were. Supposedly classified documents. Um all over the place from nuclear information like trying to get him for treason or I mean the DOJ is, is purely weaponized the FBI and that, that's just my opinion 
and they're looking for anything to keep Trump out of running for president. I believe this is just my right-wing, conservative, conspiracy city Billy thoughts. They they will go to any lengths to not have him run again in 2024. And of course, being tried for treason will hurt your hurt your chances, and being charged with treason will eliminate you. And up until like a, an MSNBC guest said that he should be executed. And if it's treason, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, got to let Donnie off because he's Donnie. But I'm just not, I'm not feeling the treason thing coming. I really don't. Especially when he was asked about uh, releasing it, you know, the warrant, seal, unsealing the warrant. So go for it. He, he didn't hesitate and he answered it well before his deadline that to go ahead. But uh, that could just be Trump's brazen attitude, too. So, But a lot of this thing just doesn't ring right to me. Um, you know, Trump with his uh, lawsuit against the Clintons in Florida, kind of getting closer to the edge there. I think they're, they're, they're going all, pulling out all the stops to try to get rid of this guy. Uh, all the way down to Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who signed off on this raid was previously Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer and as recently as June had to recluse himself from a case involving Donald Trump. So, I mean, it doesn't shock me that this kind of a character would sign off on a raid. But with that, AG, AG Attorney General Merrick Garland, he approved of the raid and he he's the one that wanted the documents unsealed. And Trump said, okay, set a time for three o'clock. But Trump said he almost urged him to do it. Go ahead and do it beforehand. But, you know, the accusations are well, are flying about Trump with these. So, and I guess there probably is some classified documents in there. Um, every president I've ever known has taken that. You don't hear of them getting raided. And that's the correct term, raided. Uh, but they're saying now he he has this tendency to flush things down the toilet and that they found stuff that came back up from the toilet. I mean, what, a year and a half later? He flushed something down the toilet and now they're just finding it? I mean, you're really reaching on this one. And I'm not saying Trump's, a, 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 he's not an older boy, a choir boy, I'm sure. But selling nuclear secrets to the Russians? No. Flushing the fucking documents down the toilet? If he did that, he's a moron. And I mean, um, I will openly say that. There's there's this, I can't put it in the realm of possibilities. If he wanted to get rid of me, he'd just get rid of him. He'd just fucking shred him and be done. I don't see trying to flush him down the toilet as being a DJT move there. I don't know. It just seems funny. And and it's you know, the talk about it, you would think they they would have something out already, but unless they're trying to build some sensationalized case, uh it could be. I mean that's the that's the libtard way is to to sensationalize and boost everything, make a mountain out of a molehill. That's kind of what they've done like Jan sixth. Um, way overblown on January 6th. 
the Wu flu. They went crazy rolling that dice and uh, tried to scare everybody and their and their brother for a one percent death fatality rate. So it's like it's the mo of the left to overblow everything to make it look bad and downplay everything on their side, which that's just the normal behavior. And they'll probably try to say the same thing to us, but they don't have the proof to back it up like the right does. The right has all the proof in the world that these characters do this every time. Now, another thing I did here, and this is probably could be a right-wing tactic to downplay it a little bit, and I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying they won't and shouldn't. But they, they supposedly have 11 classified documents that they found out of these fucking 27 boxes or whatever they took out. And busted a safe open. Did all that shit. But how many of those were declassified by Trump when he was in office? Because, you know, that's, that's the going rate for presidents leaving. When they take stuff, they declassify it. And relabel it now what if it just didn't get relabeled and it was declassified by trump in office now i'm not saying that's what happened i'm not even saying that's a possibility and that could be something they come out and say that was could be complete bullshit or it could be the truth and i just don't see why somebody would hang on to something for a year and a half that could just be detrimental to him and cause him to get found guilty of treason and not be able to run for president in 2024 or at least have the backing in 2024 to where whoever he wanted to put in there would easily win. Now, there's a lot of mystery gray floating around this case. I'm assuming this will come out when either the left has to pony up that they've fucked up or they're going to have the Moab, you know, the mother of all bombshells. We shall see on that. I mean, I just, I never, you've never seen this before. Never seen it in the history of the government that an ex-president was was raided. His house was raided. So they better have a lot. They be, Merrick Garland better have a shit ton of evidence, and it better be warranted, or they're going to look like the piece of shit I think they are, the FBI, the weaponized SS of the Democratic Party of the left. And that's my opinion. Now, Trump did have that deposition to attend to, and he was bashed because back, you know, a few years ago, and I can't, I can't even argue this case with the left, I can't, but I don't know what his reasoning was, but, you know, years ago, he said anybody that pleads the fifth is a shyster, or they got something to hide, or blah, blah, blah. Well, in his deposition in New York, uh, he did plead the fifth in his deposition, so, I don't know if it was just because he didn't want too many irons in the fire at once or if he was just being an ass or if he really might be in a shit trouble. You know, you can never know with that guy. I mean, it, it's he's unpredictable. 
But you know how he's going to act and he's going to be stoic about it and whatever he does, because that's just how he is. But they, then the, then the, uh, the, what I call the, the SSI, you know, the, it might as well be that instead of the FBI. They went out and actually found an ally of Trump's, Representative Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Out with his family, uh, broad daylight, three FBI agents seized his cell phone. And uh, I don't know what they were looking for on it, and I don't have any idea if there's damning evidence on it. And nobody's really said anything since that happened. I, I, I don't know if it was a show of force, but, you know, the people out there that are saying, arguing with me that this is not a weaponization of the of a government, uh, government agency for a political party is full of crap. I mean, there's no way around that you can say this. Because let's just go, in my, in my little silly, city billy brain here, I want to go to some of the FBI misses, I call them. The, the, the stuff they could have went after, could have raided people for, could have done a lot more with, and didn't. This, this is start with the easy ones. And this is not, and this is another thing the left's been doing all week. Oh, you ain't got nothing left, so you bring up the old past, you bring up this, you bring up, always oh, bring it up to Clintons. There's a reason. Why shouldn't we bring them up? They were left scot-free. Scot They've all skated with no repercussions, but our guy's supposed to take a fall for what you think is classified nuclear codes or some shit. Let's just go down a few of the misses that the FBI just kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, huh? Eh, not going to do anything about it. The The most obvious, 33,000 deleted and scrubbed emails from Hillary Clinton's personal server. Never raided her Chippewa home in New York. The Steele dossier mess. Nobody was raided for that. The Russian collusion hoax. How many people were brought to, to court over that shit? Which, you know, it was proven time and time again by the Mueller report and, and other obvious cases that the Russian collusion hoax was a cover for what they fucking did. And there was no Russian collusion. Hell, how about how many people, unfortunately, were unalived by themselves that had close ties with, with Bill and Hillary? The death list, I call it, of the Clintons. And again, Clintons never raided. Spygate. Why wasn't Barry Obama and Barry and Mike's house raided? For Spygate, when you're tap, wiretapping a presidential candidate while you're in the White House, that's just, oh, that's just politics, Mike. That's nothing. That's just... Oh, Barry wouldn't do nothing illegal. Barry's the salt of the earth. Barry's the best president we ever had. He brought us back from the brink of destruction with, with W left. Barry is great. Him and Mike ain't got nothing to hide. Why would they? Why would they raid his house, or even search it? You know, he's he's a proponent. This is one that cracks me up because he's a proponent for climate hoax. But he buys all this property right on the fucking water, right on the water. You, you know, 
Why would you invest in something right on the water? And why would the banks have you invest in that? If they really thought the climate was changing that drastically, why would you buy oceanfront property? You wouldn't. It's just another, it's just another simple, simple, obvious observation. Then you got the Pizzagate. Oh, they, they, I didn't see them raiding, you know, Podesta's house. All these people having hot dog and pizza parties. Um, you know, pizza, pizza gate's a hoax, Mike. But that, that, there's nothing, no proof there. Except everybody that was in Hollywood that admits to it. And tells everybody that. But you know, they either end up unalived or quieted or paid off. Pizzagate was real. We know it's fucking real. We know these sick bastards do pedophilia and child trafficking. We know they do. Pizzagate, nobody, not even the the owner of the fucking Cosmic Pizza or whatever the fucking place is called. I didn't see his house get raided. If he did, please let me know. I'd love to know that. What about the notorious smartest man that he knows, the crackhead prodigal son, Hunter Biden? And the laptop that, you know, was Russian disinformation for years until it was proven it wasn't and the laptop surfaced. Oh, well, yeah, okay, we'll just take a pass on that too. You know, this is the same the same idiot that said Trump should be executed for treason was the same one that for years called Hunter Biden's laptop misinformation, this ex NSA CIA guy. Oh, Hunter's laptop doesn't exist. There's nothing on there that talks about business. There's no uh, video of him with t- underage girls smoking crack. Yeah, all that's been disproven, but nobody fucking cares on the left. And nobody on the right does enough about it to me. I mean, they, they run their gums and that's all they do. Then you come to the old the old uh, double standard quid pro quo that they were going to nail Trump to the cross for for talking to Zelensky on the phone, but Piss Pants does it on live TV with the prosecutor of the Ukraine. You know, if he doesn't, that prosecutor's not fired, well, you're getting, not getting the money, and son of a bitch, they fired him. That, sir and madams out there, is fucking quid pro quo in its purest definition. But nobody raids piss pants. Nobody raids piss pants at all. They actually don't even mention quid pro quo when they're talking about him. Oh, well, that, that's just a, you know, he was just stern with them. No, that's fucking, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your bullshit, which is the definition in a in an off-putting way. But that's what, it, it's a very loose term, but quid pro quo is exactly that. Taking favors and giving favors back. Quid pro quo is it? But Piss Pants goes unscathed. Because, you know, 80, 80 plus million of you idiots voted for socialism, so you don't have to work. You don't have to get off your dead ass. You think money's just printed and it's going to be fine. It's going to be worth everything. It's going to be worth It's going to be worth the same. No issues. But that's just a few of the FBI nonchalantness you know, all the way from Comey to this Christopher Ray piece of shit that protects the left. They protect the left. They don't like the right. They want the conservatives out of there. They don't definitely don't want Donald Trump because he does not bow 
to them. He's not one of the beautiful people. He's not a lifelong politician. He was getting shit done and they didn't want to they didn't want to deal with that. They didn't want that kind of guy being in charge. According to them, he was just unpresidential. Here's a guy that shits his pants when he's visiting the Pope. He's presidential. Can barely walk. He's got some weird shit going on. This puppeteered ass when he doesn't blink for 40 fucking seconds. Or I, well, I thought it was 33. It actually was 40. Somebody else counted it for me. I was like, okay. Stop watching all. They counted it. Nothing creepy about that. When he usually squints. And, you know, of course, we won't even go with the earlobes that were once detached and now they're attached to his fucking neck skin. No, nothing wrong with piss pants. This falls down walking up steps and, and all. Oh, yeah. But that that's nothing to do with the FBI missing. Everything I just mentioned about the FBI just dismissing as propaganda or didn't want to deal with it. But, oh, man, as soon as they find out Trump might have some documents at his house. Oh, my God. They raid an ex-president's fucking house. It just shows you what this fucking country's done. It's completely woke and lip-tarted. And it, it's gut-wrenching. It hurts. It hurts to see. I don't mind a little banter between the left and right. But when it's this lopsided for the shit they do. It's uh, it's almost unbelievable. It's like a bad, bad fucking dream that I can't wake up out of. So we got to talk about the U.S. government. And, you know, with all their glory, they're just rolling right along now because they got everybody distracted with Trump's raid. But Senate passes the $740 billion inflation reduction bill. They had the nerve to call it the Inflation Reduction Bill. It, Kamala got all teary-eyed and proud when she got to be the 51st in the deciding vote to pass a climate hoax, woo-flu, tax the fuck out of you bill. And they're coming for the middle class. Why else would they... Th- put in this bill 87,000 additional IRS agents. You think they're just going to be in their office playing tiddlywinks? Or, I mean, we've had no reason to have 87,000 extra IRS agents unless you're going to put IRS agents in the fucking schools to protect our kids or on the borders to protect the borders. But no, you're coming for the people that you said... Oh, if you make under four hundred thousand a year, you ain't gonna get a tax cut or a tax. Your taxes won't go up. Well, guess what? They're gonna come and find every little nitpicking thing. They will nail the middle class to the fucking cross in the name of piss pants. And, and they had to, they made this mistake and they they took it down off the website. But this was actually the the government website it had a job qualifications for these people. To be in great physical, you know, good physical condition. To use a firearm, including up to deadly force when needed. Why does IRS, we're talking tax agency. Why would they need to be proficient with guns and in great shape? 
and all this, if they're not coming for us, if they're not coming for us in a major way. Now, I know a lot of other people say, well, it's just, you know, with all the influx of uh, migrants and this and that bullshit. It's nothing to do with migrants. It's nothing to do with shady companies. It's everything to do with the middle class that work their ass off day in and day out. They want us to give our money to these people that don't want to work to start the socialist, liberal, new world order. And that's my opinion. And I'll stick to it. And that's what I believe. There's no other reason for it. And if you think there's some other honest reason why we have 87,000 new agents coming in, you're sadly mistaken. You just... It's going to become the SS. It's like the, it's going to be the Stalag. You're going to be thrown in the Stalag and for not paying taxes and, you know, working. Somebody sends you $10 on a Venmo for, you know, whatever, helping them move. They're going to get taxed on that and you're going to get taxed on that as, 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 as income. There's going to be no way you can make under-the-table income if it's got a, any kind of a computer trail. And we're going cashless, so you know there's going to be a fucking computer trail. That's what these morons are going to be doing at the, at the direction of the money-hungry left. They want us all, to, the hard workers, to pay all their bills and, and give their votes, is what I call them. They don't, they don't even consider them people. They consider them votes. To sit at home on their ass and do nothing. Because you can't get people to work now. They know that. But hell, if you promise them the one major thing. If you tell them, hey, I can give you food. I can give you shelter. And I can keep you safe. Which is a lie. We all know that's a lie. But they'll tell them that. To vote for them. So they think they're going to get off scot-free. And then they're going to take all our pensions. And all our 401ks. They'll tax the fucking shit out of them, throw them some money for a few years, and say, look, look, what we're, we're holding up our end of the bargain. While people like me that want to retire are, are, are left with shit nothing, and we, st- we have to start working to save our ass. And these 20-somethings are going to be sitting at home doing nothing. That's my conspiracy theory, if you will, opinion of why we're adding all these IRS agents. The liberal world order is definitely being enacted. That's that's what I think. That's my squall about the U.S. government this week. And uh, take it or leave it. Uh, let's go to New York City. New York City is always a hotbed for stupidity and uh, wokeness and dumb shit. You know, it's a losing people in droves. It's a shithole. I mean... There's probably nice parts in New York City, even. But I all I ever see videos is shootings and rats. And you get to see a Broadway show, but, you know, you got to dodge rats to get there. And hope to God you don't get mugged and shot. And now, apparently, you got, you got to dodge polio. Because they found polio viruses in the wastewater samples in New York City. So we've, we've beaten Wu flu to, you know, to where it should rightly be as as a cold or flu. 
You bring out the monkeypox, the very disturbing-looking rash and blisters and all that nasty shit. But that is not enough to convince enough people. So now you're going to rebrand re, re a, a good old paralyzing polio virus. Starting to find it in the wastewater. You know, we take all these shit samples and uh, now we're finding polio. It's fucking great, ain't it? This New York City. What a town. What a city. City that never sleeps. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Speaking of New York and its lovely uh, clientele, you know, Texas Texas Governor, you know, Greg Wheels Abbott, he, he got tired of sending buses to D.C. You know, he sent a few buses of migrants to D.C. Mayor Bowser was freaking out. They're, they're taking up all my shelter, blah, blah, blah. So in his infinite wisdom, Wheels down there, Hot Wheels, he... Start sending them to New York City. The city that never sleeps. The Big Apple. The, you know, the melting pot. The Statue of Liberty. And all that stuff. You know, bring us your tired, your poor, your hungry. That's where they belong, right? When you see that Statue of Liberty, that's a big thing for people. Ellis Island, all that good shit. So they let the, you know, they want the migrants to go there. And start start from fresh. Well, that's causing too much havoc in New York City. Oh, my God. You know, the mayor, Mayor Adams, calls it horrific. <laughs> huh? And blames Texas for everything. You know, Texas should just keep them. Why is Texas sending them us? They should just take it and keep the, you know, foot the bill. Well, no, Mayor Adams, why the hell should Texas have to take the brunt of it? Why should Arizona or New Mexico? Or any other border states, you know, that are close to the border down there. Even California, you know, as woke as a joke as that place is. It's got enough. Let's send some to the East Coast. Let's send some to that, you know, wonderful melting pot you've got there. The ethnic, the ethnic wonderland of New York City. But you don't like it now because they're starting to fill your shelters up. You're starting to have to fit the bill for the migrants coming over, the illegal aliens, the illegals, whatever you want to call them. And you're crying foul to Texas, like, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, why can't they? Your libtarded ass state is one of the ones that said, oh, keep the wall open. Everybody's welcome here. Well, if you're not willing to take them in, I guess not everybody's welcome there, are they, Mayor Adams? You're doing such a fine job already, too. I just want, I want to give you a hand, buddy. You're really making New York City the Big Apple great again. You're just doing a bang-up fucking job up there. Now you're crying foul. Eh, get over it, suck ass. Keep sending them, Hot Wheels. Keep sending them up there, buddy. New York. City that never sleeps. Oh, what a dump. Oh, the new U.S. Let's get some more new U.S. U.S. news going here. Um, CDC, you know our favorite our favorite uh, disease center for disease control and prevention. They've eased back. They've they glided back a little bit and said, "Well, we're going to pump the brakes on the Wu flu restrictions now." 
and the testing guidelines. We're gonna we're gonna back down on that because we're finally realizing that a lot of people are that are still scared will stay scared, but the ones that aren't scared aren't getting scared. And they've probably already had it. They all got some kind of immunity to it. And with the one percent fatality rate, they're not fucking running for the hills like we thought and would. But you know, two and a half years is a good run. Good good run for the Wu flu. Well, now, you know, of course, they're ramping up for monkeypox. They've already named it a, a national health emergency. Fear-mongering 101 is in full effect with the monkeypox. I mean, it just sounds, that just sounds worse, you know. BA.5 wasn't getting it done on the COVID stuff, so now you got to go monkeypox. I mean, who wants something called monkeypox? I don't want monkeypox, but I sure as hell... Uh, ain't freaking out about it. I'm not saying it's called an emergency, but they're they're trying to make it like AIDS 2.0. They're trying to say it has to be like physical contact, which I, I, I'm glad it's not airborne. Don't get me wrong. But they're saying it's predominantly in gay men. I'm like, I, I don't know how they figure this shit up. I really don't. Because, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why it has to be gay men. It can't just be Men that have sex with anybody. Why? I mean, how's it just gay sex that transitions? That I don't fuck. It's part of the whole scheme again, because you know, AIDS. We found out very quickly that wasn't all gay men either. That had blood transfusion. If you're a drug addict, you use somebody else's dirty needles. It's like there's many ways to to transmit these diseases. So quit trying to make it out to be AIDS 2.0. It's not. People aren't. Hopefully, aren't that stupid. To know that this is not the same thing. This, and it all boils down again to this is none of this is shit like Ebola. If they really wanted to eliminate us, they'd put some Ebola in our fucking water or something. Or fentanyl, which is my conspiracy theory. Thank you very much. But yeah, so the CDC's playing their same bullshit game. The, the fear-mongering, the complete disregard to let live and let live. They got to poked their nose in, Wu flu failed, so now they're going to the monkeypox, and they'll end up going to polio or whatever else can scare the shit out of easily scared people. Okay, so that's enough for the CDC, and we'll move on to Georgia. We're going to Georgia, where the trial of the father-son defendants in the Ahmad Aubrey case both found guilty. Both get a life sentence. I think there might have been three, but I only heard about the two. And maybe the other one's not gone to court yet. And, you know, I have mixed feelings about this one. Uh, I don't know why the guy was there. He he wasn't running in khakis and, and loafers. But it wasn't enough to justify killing the guy either. So, that's a tough one. Um, I think they deserve to be guilty and I don't care what the fuck color Aubrey was it, it would have been a white pure as white driven snowman I would have still thought they were guilty but then of course they have to throw in that it's a hate crime no it was a crime because somebody was on their property or in somebody's property where they shouldn't have been now, if you want to call it a hate crime, did they sling some N-words out there? Or, did, you know, did they lynch this guy? 
Now, I just, it, it was a guy in the wrong place, and some hillbillies wanted to do some local hillbilly justice, and they killed the guy for it. Nothing to do with race. Again, the race card is not relevant or valid here. But they deserve to be guilty, and life and life sentence for killing somebody is it's okay with me. I'm not going to sit here and defend those guys. And I don't even know their name. That's how much I didn't care when I heard the story. I was like, yeah, they're guilty. They should get what they get. And Ahmad Arbery, Aubrey, he might have made a screw up by going into a, a house under construction. That's no reason to die. There's a lot of reasons not to die. But this guy was running for his you know, running for his damn life and they shot him anyway. He he was running just at that point just let him run. He's done no physical damage to you. And you know, tell the people that running or building the house to get some fucking security cameras, something. That's just my take on that. And it was not a big wasn't a big news uh, item like you thought it would be. I think most people are agreeing that that was pretty pretty open and shut case. Really, I do I do believe that. So we'll move to the Ukraine. You know, I love to talk about uh, the Ukraine, and you know, the UN this week they did or issue a warning to Russia, which you know Putin doesn't give a fuck. That the UN's warning him. And because he's warned them because the nuclear plant took another shelling from the Russians. The Ukrainian nuclear plant. And they said, well, you know, they just don't want to get out of hand or whatever the hell. They, they, you better back off. Russia's said, fuck you. And that's the mentality of Putin. He's not going to listen to the UN. He's sick and tired of the UN. He's, I think he's about to the end though. I think I think he's gotten enough area back to, to Russian control that he would feel okay letting Ukraine have what uh, the the basically the western side, well, western and middle kind of. I, mean, I don't think he's taken. They haven't taken that much ground. And of course, you know the Ukraine and the, and the people on the news media. Are squelching about eighty thousand Russian deaths and like it's a prize. Oh, whatever. I don't know what the death toll is. I don't really want to know. It's it's one death. It's way too many for this dumb shit. I mean, it's all to me a money. It's a money laundering scheme for the Ukraine. It's blackmail, and we're up to nine point eight billion dollars in aid to since February. Given to the Ukraine, Ukrainian army in a, in a war they were going to lose, as I always said. So, $9.8 billion in, what, six months? That we've just given this country? I, you know, and it's by design. Hell, we give it to them. That's payoff money. It's, it's almost so simple to see at this point. But nobody's still going to, still going to flint, you know, they're still not going to say a word. We're just trying to help poor poor old Ukraine fight the big bad wolf of Russia. I don't buy it. And I never will buy it. And I think uh, hopefully that comes out at some point. I know it won't, but God, I wish it would. That it's Ukraine, the whole thing is by design. 
And I don't know what Russia's role in it, if they just wanted their parts back or they wanted to open and disclose all this stuff. But people are blind-eyed. They just keep sending money. You know, we got 87,000 new IRS agents. Why don't we send them over there to look into Ukraine's finances since they got $9.8 billion of our tax money? Instead of hitting the middle class, why don't we just go over and see how Ukraine spends their fucking money? Because, you know, about 30% is getting to the front lines. That's, that's That was in like a, a fucking ragtag libtard magazine. Like Vanity Fair's woke ass or something that set, actually came out with that. So if Vanity Fair says it, you know, that, that as libtarded and woke as they are, it's... It's probably legit because they don't want to make themselves look bad. But 30%. I don't know if it was Vanity Fair or not. I guess better watch my my tone or I get defamation cases against me. Like anybody from Vanity Fair would listen. But I just, I'm I'm so over the Ukraine thing. I just think it's a fucking play. It's like a big theater. All the people over there going to see Zelensky, Ben Stiller, you're my hero, and all that. Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and all these fucks going over and hanging out over there in a war zone, of course. And, you know, Nancy, old Nancy likes to go to war zones. She went there. She went to Taiwan against the, you know, direct threats of China. She didn't give a fuck, right? She's going to go over there and visit. And her son went with her as a, as a companion or a escort, she said, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he's into like two businesses over there with these fucking computer chips that Daddy's just put a bunch of stock in. Nah, lithium lithium mining companies that Paul Junior's into. Okay, so you got chips for uh, Big Paul, and then uh, lithium for the batteries for for Little Paul. Yeah, no, nothing to see here, right? Skag hand. It's, oh, fucking skag bitch. Nancy Pelosi, what a piece of shit. Crip keeper. Making more money than God now. With her husband and son getting all the kickbacks, going with her on these trips, and just hanging out and having a good old fucking time with her. Yeah, okay. I apologize for the... Uh, Amount of f bombs tonight, and I'm not even drinking much. Only on like six pack right now, and I'm just pissed. Yeah, I'm just aggravated by the, a lot of this stuff that they, they just get away with everything. And if you're on the right, you don't get away. You know, shouldn't get away with anything. But even when we're not doing anything wrong, we get fucking accused of it. I mean, the Russian collusion was a, a the start of that. And it's been that way ever since. January 6th, worst day in American history, according to people. Horseshit. You know, but if, if you can burn Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle, take over fucking six blocks, burn a Wendy's down in Atlanta, all in the name of BLM, this co-founder of BLM's making all this fucking money and buying all these houses. I didn't see the IRS get into her shit. I haven't seen the FBI raid that fucking bitch's house to see what the hell's going on with her. No. Because she's a lefty. Protected by the Black Lives Matter mantra. 
which, you know, is a cornerstone of the left. It's just how it is. Oh, I can't. I can't hardly take it. Oh, so celebrities this week. And no, Brittany Griner is not on this episode. Really have nothing more to say about Brittany at the moment. Uh, the letter she wrote to Piss Pants was probably somewhat realization when she said, don't forget about me. Yeah, they kind of have, but they are in the works for this Paul Whalen merchant of death prisoner swap with Brittany Griner. Like it's a basketball player or a Russian arms dealer that hates America. Well, they both hate America, but basketball player versus Russian arms dealer named the merchant of death. I don't know. Pretty even trade, right? Pretty fucking even trade. What? Whatever. Wow. Jesus Christ with that. Uh, so other celebrity news, a couple sad ones. Actually, all sad ones this week. I really don't have a, a funny one or a, you know, really a political one even this week. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. You know, I loved Olivia Newton-John uh, in Greece, Xanadu. She's in a couple other things. She had some good songs. I mean, she was hot as hell back in the 70s, you know, and early 80s and Seemed like a nice woman. Had that disappearing husband thing that happened to her. And uh, she she passed away at the age of 73. So, I mean, not a bad life, though. I mean, 73. Uh, so, I wish her, you know, I don't wish her well, but I guess. But uh, for her family and fans, you know, uh, condolences to you. Uh, Anne Hesch. Uh had that fiery car wreck last week. And I talked a little bit about it on the podcast last week that she ran into a house and it was on burning. Today they were interviewing some guy that I guess didn't saw her in the burning car and didn't try to help her or some shit. Okay. It's kind of whacked out, but she's officially now at the age of 53 considered brain dead. And they're keeping her alive because she was uh, or is an organ donor. So, sadly, she's not going to come out of this one. And it was pretty bad. I knew it was pretty bad. I didn't didn't know it was this, this awful bad. I, I thought maybe she would recover. Uh, she did not. Um, so, condolences to her fans and family. And uh, hopefully her organs that she's donating will do good for somebody. Down down the line, um, and another uh, uh, he's in the hospital right now. I think he's in stable condition. I, I heard he, I knew he was in the hospital. He was on the ventilator though, so I mean I don't know if that's considered stable or critical. Uh, they said stable, but on the ventilator, it didn't make any sense. Um, it's uh, writer Salman Rushdie, and he, if you never heard Salman Rushdie. He was an, uh, a writer that had to take himself out of commission, basically, and go into hiding. When he wrote this, he wrote this, his most famous book is called The Satanic Verses. And after he wrote that, wrote that book, he had to go into hiding for a lot, a long time. I mean, a long time. Yeah, even, you know, back in the 90s, I remember like a Seinfeld episode where, 
they thought they had Salman Rushdie there, and they're like, no, you know, it wasn't, of course. But. So he was at a New York um, speaking engagement and got attacked by a guy with a knife. So that's like the new thing because he had that the senator or, or congressman or representative that was in New York the last couple of weeks ago that was speaking and the guy came on stage and was going to stab him with these brass knuckle looking things. Now Salman Rushdie gets attacked and with a knife. So the gun uh, argument's kind of going out the window because now it's all knife attacks. It, ban the knives. Ban the motherfuckers. Don't let anybody have nothing but butter knives around this bitch. But, you know, I don't know much about Salman Rushdie. I just read the article a couple days ago or yesterday. And I thought it was interesting. And because he had been in hiding for so long, no wonder he was in hiding, right? Come out, you get fucking stabbed. Fuck out, I'd go in hiding too. I don't mean to make light of him. And apologize if anybody likes Salman Rushdie out there, but... It's just a knife thing. It was like the knife thing. It wasn't about him getting stabbed. It was more of the coming for our guns bullshit. Uh, let's go to the gaffes. You know, the gaffes have been kind of slight lately. Really hasn't been much gaffing going on by our favorite comedians like Kamala and Piss Pants. And he had a couple this week, though. Old Piss Pants, he's showing back up on the gaff, gaff track here. Uh, it was at a, an event, and Chuck Schumer was making it and speaking of some sort. I don't know what speech was about. Getting an award, or handing out an award or something. And behind him was, I think Pelosi was on one side, Piss Pants was in the middle, and then a guy I didn't know was on the left, looking at the TV screen. That's what it was. Well, Schumer turned around and shook Pelosi's hand. He shook Biden's hand. Excuse me. And he shook this other guy's hand. And went go ahead, went ahead and turned back around. Like, I'm done talking. I'm done shaking your hand. Well, after he shook Biden's hand, Biden shook his hand and then kind of kept his hand around there. And then when Chuck was shaking the last guy's hand, Biden was like holding his hand out there like, shake my hand, Chuck. It's like he forgot. <laughs> he forgot that Chuck Schumer just held your, he just shook your fucking hand, old man. I mean, a brain fart or dementia, I don't know what the fuck it was. But, you know, not too long ago, he was shaking hands with an invisible man. Nobody was behind. Shaking hands with the air. Now he's wanting Chuck to shake his hand twice in three seconds. And he was kind of lost. Like, he looked like his hand, like, well, what do I do with my hand now? I don't know. I'm supposed to trying to shake Chuck's hand. He won't look. He just shook your hand, you geriatric fuck. Embarrassing. Again, another embarrassment for the United States. Once again. And then, this one's not as bad, I guess, because I know everybody has difficulties sometimes, you know, doing the simplest things. And with him being on the, on the scale he's on, everybody's eyes are on you. So, I mean, I, I laughed at it. I thought it was hilarious, but I don't see it as being a detrimental thing. But he was getting off a plane, 
and yeah, him and the babysitter were getting off the plane and he put one arm in his coat and for the life of him could not get that other fucking hole. And he was struggling. He reaching back there, reaching back there, reaching back, couldn't get it, couldn't get it. Finally, the babysitter fucking come up, and old Jilly, she come up and puts his coat on for him. And I'm sure he was probably saying, oh, I can't find the hole. And she's probably like, yeah, that's been 20 years, piss pants. <laughs> you haven't found the hole in a long time. Thank God. Yeah, I'm sure she probably enjoys the break from that. I don't know. I mean, I'm losing my mind. This bizarro world. It's bizarro America. And I mean, there's... There's no other way around it. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. What have we become here in Bizarro America? It's like everything's backwards. It's all screwed up. And I don't I don't get it. But then again, maybe I'm not supposed to get it. I'm not one of the beautiful people. I'm just a right wing conservative piece of shit city billy podcasting asshole. Maybe I'm supposed to be left uh, out of alert. Out of alert, you know. I'm I'm not in the loop, I'm not in the club. Yeah, I'm on a as need to know basis, and I don't need to know. Maybe that's what it all boils down to. I'm just not, you know, I'm just not the upper one percent. I'm not even upper middle class. I'm like bottom feeder. I'm a bottom feeder of life. Well, maybe second tier. Maybe second tier. Maybe not bottom feeder. Maybe I'm a second tier guy. I don't know. Well, the only one I got left. And it's I couldn't find any interesting ones this week. I, I, I had some other stuff going on. And I didn't... Like, I usually look randomly at CloudHub or Getter. And, and FredX sends me stuff. And I try to see if there's anything that's worthy of the look it up segment. I really couldn't find anyone this anything this week for look it up, except the one. There's it's just weird. Back in October of 2021, uh, new prime minister took over in Japan. It's Yoshida, I think it's Yoshida is his last name. And they had this conflict between the two political parties there. And they they decided they're just going to collaborate and go to like this one, basically what Ukraine did, like almost almost like Ukraine did, where they just eliminated the opposition. This sounds familiar, and it sounds the same as what I've seen in this article about Japan, where the headline was, the Japanese government just resigns all at once. All of them resigned at once. And if I read, I read the article, it sounds like what they're doing is consolidating this government into a new style of government there. But in order to do so, they have to resign from their positions and restart, which is, sounds weird for a government that's been around as long as Japan. It's just another one of those ongoing things, you know, with Peru and... Sri Lanka and and all these people that have just resigned. I don't know where Boris Johnson. They just kind of just said hell with it. We're done. We're done with politics because it's stupid, and we're not getting anywhere. And it's not worth dying over. It's not worth unaliving yourself for. 
So Japan, you know, the headline was like they all resigned at once, but I think it was just a consolidation thing where they had to resign from the position they were in. Now, if somebody else can shed light on this, please let me know. It came from Mir News, which is M-E-H-R News, is where the link to FredX sent, sent to me. Uh, if that's what I could, the only thing I could take out of it. I mean, it was like a short article. Wasn't a very big article, but so do me a favor and look it up. And M E H R News. Japan government resigns. Probably on different news cycles, but you would think that'd be headline news if the whole government just said that oh, we're resigning, we're give up. So I think it's probably a, a more of a restructuring, but you can never be. For certain, right? You can never be too sure. So if you want to look it up and tell me all about it, it's the Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. It's the Zero Hours Vlogs, Blogs, and Podcast on Facebook. The Zero Hours Vlogs and Podcast on YouTube. Uh, Zero Mikey on CloudHub. The Zero Hours on Rumble. So I'm all over the place. And anywhere you can get these lovely podcasts, please keep listening and uh, chime in. Tell your friends. I don't have enough, I don't have enough listeners. I want, I want some conflict. I want some, some more banter. I mean, our Kansas has been on a few times, but she's mostly on my side. So if you know, an, if you know a lib libtard that wants to get on here, hey, send them. Send them. Uh, you know, we'd have a five-hour discussion but it'd be okay be a good time or if anybody else wants to that listens wants to be a guest on the zero hours podcast just let me know we'll hook you up with a with an account to where i can invite you to join me and have conversation but until then until next time always trust and believe in your own convictions and please Please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. Me and Gypsy will see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Peace out.